genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. Today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 78, which begins with Shane Hawkins offering his hand to Peter and ends with Peter getting done by the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Never, I, I don't think I've ever realized that that was a foreshadow. What if I get done by the, the police? police? You're not going to get done by the police. <laughs> You're not going to get done by the police. <laughs> Uh, but he did. That's true. He got done by the police. This fucking movie. Yeah, I know. Like a Swiss watch. Um, I and I completely misremembered what Peter does in his final moments, which he he does stand up to the bully. Yeah, he does. He does. He does cave his head in. Yeah, but then he gets cocky. Yeah, he lets his hate <laughs> overcome him. He goes back for a branch. The branch is the. I think that's the thing that makes it for me is because he's just he's already smashed his head in. Then he comes back with like a branch that like I don't I don't think would really hurt no that much. Ugh. It's like a it's just like a it's not even like a a hefty branch. It's no. big. Yeah, it's, not it's like bit. pretty thin. Yeah, yeah. You could throw it at some, yeah. It's not going to do a lot of more damage than you've already done. Right. It's like a like a switch basically. Just a huge switch. Yeah. Um, and it's even sad because this is the, um, this is, you know, Peter's been cowering this entire time. Yeah. Hasn't done a single combat role. Right. This, this whole is movie. the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He finally stands up and then gets, gets taken out. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't, uh, it's, it's like every time, every time they do something that is different from the last time. Mm-hmm. That's when they get taken. <laughs> That's true when they don't Be- when- because because Oliver went one pub further and right. then gets taken, mm-hmm. and then here Pete stands up to his bully and gets taken. Yeah, yeah. So when they deviate from the path, yeah, it's interesting. Gary might have uh, might be onto something. Well, as Gary, yeah, as Gary says, we are going to make it to the world's end if it kills us, even if it kills us, uh, which is a fucked up thing to say to your friends. It's cards on the table. Yeah. Also, he's saying we. Like, just, why yeah. Why we? Why You're, are you bringing, looping us in? Right. They're part of it. Yeah. He needs them. They're part of the ritual. Yeah. Well, and they need him because he's the only one with a car. Right. Yeah. They're he, trapped. They have to convince him to leave with them because they don't have a way out otherwise. Because um, he sent Sam away, mm-hmm. so now he trapped them here with him. Uh, yeah, you, next, yeah. It was kind of his his plan. Yeah, I I, I do wonder that. Um, I think uh, I think yeah, I think that was part of the plan was to trap them here so that they couldn't leave. Because uh, they they have to finish this with him. It's got to be it's got to be at least part of the group. But anyway, even if it kills us. Man. And yeah, that's the thing is like Pete dies. Yeah. You know? Like he he gets he gets done by the police. 
And uh, yeah, and they like, make the choice. Andy starts to run to his defense, but Stephen's like, "No, nah, dude, it's, there's too many of them." They are instantly. I think that's what's so scary about them is when all of their lights suddenly turn on, and you realize how many of them were able to sneak up on Peter. Yeah, yeah. Kind of following that zombie logic of the creeping terror, right? Where you don't think they'd be that scary, but then all of a sudden you're enveloped by them. Yeah, it's that. That is something that like actually gives me anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's honestly it's a wonder that I'm handling the pandemic as well as I am because uh, being surrounded by people really freaks me out. Um, oh. and, and it's weird because like I don't mind theme parks. I was about to reason. say you love Disney. Well, yeah, it's not. It's I guess it's not just like people. It's like people coming for you, right? From all sides, so like you so, know, yeah, people that aren't just like passively walking to right, and fro, right, right? The idea that that person coming towards me isn't wearing a mask or that's closer than six feet, yeah, and they're everywhere, and they're everywhere, yeah. everywhere is a potential. We were just we were just out earlier to run some errands that we had to run, and um, and, it's like frog and toad, yeah, and and uh, and you know, uh, we were like at a at a at a spot that had like um. Some stuff like behind like a glass case, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we had to be we had to stand there because we were waiting for the guy to open the case and and get the thing out or whatever. And we just kept like people were just like squeezing past us and mm-hmm. stuff. And it was like I eventually I just had to be like okay I, I gotta I gotta walk away yeah. I can't I can't. I felt like I was in a video game. Yeah, where I was like having to awkwardly maneuver around a map. Yeah, and stop. Or else, like Metal Gear, right? Like, right. Get into the, the 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 danger zone of another person. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm playing Last of Us Part Two right now, and um, yeah, in any sequence where uh, the the fungus zombie things mm-hmm. all come at you like simultaneously. Oh boy, it's just it fre- it like I, I, it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. It freaks me out. Not in like a like a, ooh I'm scared kind of way. <laughs> just like it just it just riles like- up my anxiety. Yeah. you know. Do you find yourself, sh- you know, put, trying as little to put yourself in that situation as little as possible when playing the game? Uh, I mean, you know, you don't get to control the oh, situation. Okay, you're it's in. not that like no. level of no, no, no. It's uh, yeah, because it's like it's like Uncharted where it's okay. like yeah, they want you to be on there. There's a path. There's a path. Yeah, they hide it really well, but mm-hmm. like there's a path. Got it. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this this does like freak me out. It's the reason why, like, um, uh, the ending of Paranormal Activity three freaks me out. Oh, like, absolutely! Are starting to come after, yeah. Them. And those are just witches, like they're people, yeah. Right? Um, more not like humans. evil monsters or whatever. But it it freaks me out. All it's of a, a sudden, there's just so much more, many, so much more of them than you yeah. thought there would be. Right. It's a great, yeah. But the use of the the blanks lights are great when yeah. they just switch on all of a sudden. Oh yeah, it's great. It's really great. Um, I like, <laughs> I like, I like Shane trying to talk between punches in the mm-hmm. face. Um, I also like that the, it's interesting because I can't figure out what causes their head to implode. Yeah. Cause like the punches cave-in. aren't doing anything. It's almost comical where you're like, Oh, Pete's not very strong. Right. But then he punches him directly in the face and breaks through. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure I don't know. I guess he just had to put his shoulder into it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was it. I don't know. It's not worth it. Yes, it uh, fucking is. Yes, it fucking is. I love that. 
God, that's so good. And if he had just I hate you, (laughs) you fucking bastard. (laughs) I love Pete so much. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Finally, just lets it out. This is why men need to learn to process trauma. (laughs) He's just hitting him with his brain. And and our emotions. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, so then the, uh, the, the... The cop is uh, the motorcycle cop is disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, taking that very paternal stance, right? That Pierce Brosnan was exhuming. Yeah, that the that they're not mad at humans; they're just disappointed. Right, right. We, we've been acting foolishly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. I I don't um. You know, I've been I've been thinking about this like kind of through the whole movie and I mean, you know, we'll have we'll have plenty more, you know, time to talk about the network's whole deal. Um, but they explain it, you know, later in the movie and it's it's like uh, you know, the the network is like it's like the empire, right? And yes. It's, it's like they're they're bringing other systems into the network mm-hmm. and you all work together and you know, yada yada. Um but like, who started the network? What did it? What was its original intention versus what it's become? Because it's essentially like fascism now. Mm-hmm. So there's um, in the X Men comic, mm. Dawn of X, Powers of Ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, just, the Hickman stuff. Yeah, the Jonathan Hickman series that came out like in last winter. Yeah. Uh, there is a. A consciousness. Mm-hmm. There's like kind of it's kind of like the network where it's it's called the flanks, the phalanx, the phalanx, maybe flanky, and they're a consciousness, a collective consciousness that invades whole cultures, whole galaxies, uh-huh. kind of similar to this, and makes it all one singular consciousness. Yeah, and you find out that it is a at some point AI gets so advanced that it. It it, it 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 evolves into something resembling biological life. Oh, where it it, it it you start with a computer, but eventually it evolves so much to where it is indistinguishable from something biological. It kind of blur, kind of blurs that line. Yeah, that's interesting. And so that's kind of where I'm going because they are very technical. That they're like machines. Yeah, they're replaceable. They're plastic, but they do possess a consciousness. Yeah, but I then I also wonder too though because like they're replacing these people with these like uh you know on on earth they're replacing people with these like eggshell things. Um is this is that like is that what is that just what they use to replace people or is that their species? I think I think it might be the second one. Really? I think this might be their species. Their species are like egg Shell people, yeah, with blue I think, stuff, and they're blue stuff, yeah, and they're they kind of blur that line between. Is it like a robot thing? You think? Yeah, I think so. The way that like the Cybermen, okay, are like a race. Yeah, interesting. They're like there are machines that, that create themselves that have beyond pa- they've beyond evolved beyond past the need for a maker. Yeah, but they still desire that innate making. Yeah, I'm really excited to dig deep on the Doctor Who stuff. Yeah. Um in in the third act, we've got a we've got a a special guest plan for that week. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this really is like the best Cyberman story. That, that doesn't have Cyberman. Yeah. You know, they're, they not, just, they, they're not really Cyberman, but they kind of are. Yeah, this would be a great Cyberman redesign. Yeah. Where when you have the sil- like the images of the two eyes and the mouth, it does kind of look like a Cyberman helmet. Oh, yeah, for sure. That would be cool. Um, but it's also like, this would be like a really cool way to like reboot the Cybermen in Definitely. terms of like, of, of like uh, you know, sort of changing what they're known for, I guess. The, the big clunky bodies yeah, and the pods. Like, I guess the I guess the thing they they tried to advance them in the the Neil Gaiman story, remember? The second one, yeah. Yeah, and then and then uh it that didn't go over very well. I don't even remember why I didn't like that because it's been so long. Yeah. Nightmare and Silver. Right. There was like the the evil doctor, yeah. Cyberman yeah, doctor playing, playing chess. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh it was dumb though cuz they give he gave like Cyberman superpowers. <laughs> Remember they could like go really fast, oh, right. but they were still yeah. like awkward Cybermen. But they were oh, like wow. fast. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, I was also thinking this could be a really cool way to do Brainiac. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. It would be a cool way to do Brainiac because it's it's also very similar to like Starro. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that would this would be like a cool way to sort of combine those things, uh, like Starro and Brainiac. Um, yeah. That'd be that'd be cool. Uh yeah, it is very it is very Cybermanish though. Um it's interesting. I don't um I don't know. I just feel like if the doctor was here yeah. to explain. Yeah. That I could hear like that being the explanation is that maybe they were built by some alien civilization billions of years ago, but then yeah. they evolved kind of similar to what people think AI is going to do here in our world. Right. Where it will eventually overtake us and consume us and replace us. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, the voice of the network, like uh, Bill Nye in this, very Brainiac-like. Yeah. Um, That kind of filter, that sci-fi sounding filter. Yeah, and well, and just like uh, from the stance of of being this like sort of disembodied voice that is in control of everything Mm -hmm. and like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna think of Brainiac. He's never like cackling, yeah, or evil. He's always just it's inevitable. Like right. he's just like this has to happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. Still never been done on the silver screen. Brainiac. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, they'd have to actually make a Superman movie to do that, though. right? Um, God forbid we give him uh, someone that people wouldn't mind seeing him, like <laughs> you know, break the necks of like. Brainiac robots. Yeah. No one should care about that. Flash. Let him let him break all their necks. Who let cares? Him. No, it has to be Chicago character actor Michael Shannon. <laughs> it's the only way. Oh man. I like uh, Superman. I do like Superman. It'd be cool to see a Superman movie. Wouldn't that be neat? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um Yeah, them all stepping out from behind the trees with their lights on is uh it's really creepy. Uh, one thing that's interesting in the script, it says that um, they – their uh, – what does it say? It says their hands like turn into mm. something. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, it says that 
I'm, I'm in a different part of the script and I don't want to have to go and find it, but it basically says in the script that their, their hands or their arms turn into like, uh, like, like strappy things that are like holding him down. Oh yeah. Like, like they like turn, like their hands like turn into that. Uh, yeah, but I, instead it looks like he was just like, yeah, we can just stick with we, them holding him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like I, I can feel it. You don't need that. No, that's a lot of extra work. That's a lot of extra work, and for what? Yeah, where it, it you buy that they're just able to, with the strength of normal humans, hold him down, which is way scarier. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's way scarier. But yeah, we're we're seeing them uh, take someone. Um, this is the the once and only time that we see that happen. So we see someone grabbing the back of Peter's head. Yeah, well, holding it in place. Holding it in place, yes. Yeah, so that he can he can uh, grab his face. I think this is why that scene in The Mist is so scary. Mm. When the crowd turns on someone. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, like 20 people in a room can kill you. Can kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's, uh, it's, it's scary, especially if they want to. <laughs> That's the scary part, you know? Especially if they think God wants them to. Oh. Horrifying. Yep. I don't like being overwhelmed by people that want to kill me. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's your number one fear. That's my number one fear, I think. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Freaks me out. Uh, yeah, just the thought of like a big group of people like coming after you. Mm-hmm. Um, really. And and like the fact that like not just being chased, but like the fact that they're just everywhere you go, there's yeah. more of them. Did uh, <laughs> the beginning of Austin Powers creep you out? Getting lost in powers when they're all chasing them through the streets of London. Oh no, because again, yeah, they were no. they were happy. They wanted to hug him. Yeah, yeah, that was different. That's different. <laughs> he was leading him on a on a caper. Yeah, that's different. Um, not, not quite the same thing. He was more of like that was like more of a Pied Piper situation. Yeah. Come along, and they were all like you know dancing together. Yeah, so. <laughs> Did the beginning of Austin Powers freak you out? Uh, they went with that man. Yeah. Anyway, it's been uh yeah yeah. I'm gonna be sad to say goodbye to Peter. Yeah, yeah. We get we get like a few seconds of him in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then he's he's donezo. Well, uh, we have a lot of other podcasts on DuelingGenre.com. We do uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We at Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, they're all there. We have uh, Lord of the Rings Minute, mm-hmm. Immunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, TNA- I, don't even, I don't even think we need to promote immunities. No, they're good. Yeah, they're probably good. Uh, yeah, immunities is like it, it, what a what a what a I you know very small. I have a very small <laughs> hand in what happened with them. Uh, like I I'm responsible for like point zero zero one percent. It's like how Kevin Smith helped produce Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, right. He's like, cool. Wow. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little. It's a little like that. Uh huh. <laughs> crazy how popular that podcast is and we're grateful we're grateful to host it yes absolutely i feel i feel honored to yeah. have a, a show that is as popular as immunities on our network and uh tmnt minute doing some cool stuff yeah they're doing like a they're doing like a like a dnd thing okay. uh but like ninja turtles that's great yeah with tofty and chris o'connor yeah and they Gatlin. yeah they're the four of them are doing it there's another guy who's actually doing the the dming the dming 
And then um, Kate, uh, Ralph from Cake Boss is also involved. Oh, frequent yeah. guest on the shows. Yeah, and apparently Scott Tofty's like going to write an original score for it as oh, well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it should be pretty cool. And he loves the, the original movie so much, I'm sure it'll really channel that iconic score. Oh, yeah, for way. sure. For sure, for sure. Um, so that's uh, that's going to be really exciting. That starts dropping, I think, this weekend, actually. Oh, cool. Um, episode one. They just announced it. So check that out. TMNT Minute. Mm-hmm. If we're fans of, uh, you know, D&D episodes, like, you know, Critical Role, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Except it's going to be Ninja Turtle themed. The boys. Yeah. It's going to be Ninja Turtle themed RPGing. Them turtles. Should be, should be pretty, should be pretty fun. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 79. 79. But for now, let's move on.